This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What is up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name is John. We are back. Aaron, we are back here, ready to record another episode. I'm very excited like you are. Yes. I'm sure. Yes. I'm, I'm excited. I'm yes. excited to be back in here recording Heck and, yeah. uh, you know, just getting another one out to help these guys. For sure. For sure. Thank you, everybody, for bearing with me the last couple of weeks. I know we've had some, we had a short episode and we kind of had a, a, a quote unquote best of that I had to put out there because we had some stuff going on. Yeah. Couldn't meet up, couldn't podcast. So anyway, but we're back today. I got a big juicy episode for you. I think this is going to be a, a hefty one. It's something we've touched on before and it's something that we need to hit again because I've been really thinking about this and I've seen some posts online about, about this topic. So let me just get right into what we're going to talk about. I'm going to give you today five ways to learn more. That's right. To learn more, to get more into your brain at any pro wrestling seminar. So I'm prefacing this one as, was the seminar bad or are you bad at seminars? And it's definitely something that I see out there. Sometimes I see like, I don't know, I kind of felt like I wasted my money at this seminar. I don't know. I didn't, nobody was really asking any good questions. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, why didn't you ask some good questions? Or, you know, tell me why it was a bad seminar. And there are bad seminars. I've I've been to bad seminars. Um, But there are things that you can do to get more out of your seminar. Yeah, you know? definitely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, a pro wrestling seminar is a valuable tool that everyone should be aware of and willing to utilize for their higher education in pro wrestling. Your trainer only knows so much. I'm talking about your personal trainer. Um, only knows so much, all right? So you have to seek out alternate forms of, of, of knowledge to broaden your own understanding of the sport. Because here's the thing. I think a lot of guys waste their money at seminars or simply don't get their money's worth because they aren't preparing, they aren't participating to the best of their ability. So today we're going to break down five ways that you can maximize your seminar experience. Guys, head on over to YouTube, please. Our our following over there is growing and I love it. I love seeing all those new followers on YouTube. We got some really cool videos over there that Aaron is editing for us and check it out, guys. Head on over to YouTube at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Give us a follow number one, and then click that bell. If you click the bell, what happens is you get a notification every single time we post new content. And I want you to be the first one to know, you guys listening to the podcast especially, that we've got cool content going on over there at YouTube. So give us a follow. Yeah, we have 13 videos over there right now. Okay. And and it breaks it all down, mm-hmm. um, you know, well, you know, because yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're the one doing the videos. Of course. Yeah. But it's breaking down all the basics right now. So, yeah, get on there and then go back to the, the yeah. beginning of the videos and just kind of start watching them through because it's a pretty good just progression of how you would take someone Absolutely. through a... Um, an actual class or a training session. And we've got, there, there's a couple episodes of the podcast on there, so those yeah. are going to be a little bit longer. Uh, you know, there are more, a lot of people, some some people listen to the podcast exclusively on YouTube. There's actually a couple that I listen to on YouTube because they're not available anywhere else, but we have this one available everywhere and also on YouTube. But a, what I was getting at is those are longer, but a lot of the a lot of the, the videos we have over there at YouTube, they're quick. They're quick. Yeah. They're straight to the point. They're breaking down the basics visually, like Aaron said. Um, so check those out, especially if you are new to the pro wrestling business or if you are struggling with yeah. something very simple, like the gymnastics and the tumbling of the rolls or the back bumps. You got to check that out, okay, because we break those down. I try to break them down as simply and as straightforward and as easy to understand as possible. So check us out, guys. 
All right. If I have said it once on this podcast, I've said it a thousand times. You know, um, life and learning is about maximizing your minutes, getting the most out of what you spend your time on, because time is the most valuable commodity that we have. That goes for nutrition. It goes for weightlifting in the gym. It goes for training in the ring. And yes, it goes for attending a pro wrestling seminar. We have done an episode in the past in the archives on this very subject, and I highly recommend seeking it out if you haven't already. But today, we're going to dive even deeper into some new topics. I'm bringing you five topics today in the world of pro wrestling seminars. So let's jump right into it with number one. Number one, create a learning brief prior to the seminar. All right, so let's talk about what that means. What is a learning brief? So what is a learning brief and how do you go on about making one? It's simple. I want you to figure out a specific learning goal for this particular seminar. Make it specific to the person or organization delivering the seminar. Not every question belongs at every seminar. If I attend a Bobby Lashley seminar, I am not going to ask him questions about his promo skills, okay? And I'm not trying to knock Bobby Lashley. He's former world champion. He's one of the most amazing athletes I've ever seen. I'm going to ask him questions centered around him being a phenomenal athlete at age 40. At age 40, he looks like a professional bodybuilder, and he moves like a professional athlete at all times. It's absolutely amazing. So my... If I know I'm going to a Bobby Lashley seminar, I know that I'm going to gear questions towards what he's really good at. Mm -hmm. You know, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So that is what you should be doing with these learning briefs. Think about what's it. So if you sign up for a seminar, I've signed up for seminars before people that I do not know. All I know is that they are wrestlers and maybe I've heard stuff from other people. And what I do is a little bit of my own homework and I try to find out who they are, what they're good at. What, what have people that have done seminars for them in the past experienced? Things like that. And it's not hard, guys. You could come up with a few simple questions, a, a learning brief, basically, to where you're like, okay, I am going to see Bobby Lashley's seminar. I want to know, you know how many days a week he goes to the gym and how intense are his training sessions. Yeah. Like that. I want to know stuff like that. What does he do specifically for how he looks and what does he do specifically for how he moves? Because both are extremely high level. And you find in pro wrestling sometimes you find, you know, we talk about it on here all the time, show muscles, go muscles. You'll find pro wrestlers who can go, but they don't look the greatest. Um, I mean, like, uh, I, I can name some examples. Like, uh, honestly, CM Punk. CM Punk is amazing in the ring at everything he does. He's not like chiseled, though. He's not like a, a, a picture-perfect athlete, right? But he does have go muscles. Doesn't have that many show muscles, but has plenty of go muscles. And then you find wrestlers who have the show muscles, but they lack the true, true go muscles. Like Batista, who I love, by the way. Batista's yeah. great, and he became amazing over the years. But let's talk about early-day Batista, like when he first joined the roster before he was a member of, like, Evolution or anything, um, and got with Triple H and all them and started learning more about the business, he was just a big jacked-up guy. Yeah, Couldn't do much in the ring. So keep that in mind, guys. Show muscles, go muscles. Bobby Lashley's got both. So that's what I'm going to be talking to him about at his seminar. Um, I want you to think about when you're creating these learning briefs for a seminar, create a measurable outcome, which I already kind of mentioned. By this, I mean make a list of variables that are critical to your success. You want to look as impressive at Bobby 
Uh, you want to look as impressive as Bobby Lashley at age 40. You know, has he helped answer those questions for you with specifics? He didn't, you know, if, if you asked a general question because you thought you had the right thing and all you got out of it was, yeah, I work out five days a week, uh, I like to do bench press and squats, yeah. that doesn't really help you. So you got to dive deeper, maybe pivot, change your question up a little bit to where you can get a little more specific at it. Ask him what his struggles have been. What's the number one struggle with staying in that shape at that mm -hmm. age? You know, stuff like that. So um, have you ever been down on yourself? Because there was a time when he, he was not poised as being a top level guy. Now he's very much a top level guy. You know, was, was there ever any time when you were in doubt and you let yourself go? Like ask some specific questions where you can dive deeper. Create a measurable outcome. I want you to really think about that with this one creating a measurable outcome so you know exactly what you want to get from that, all right? And make it as specific as you can or, you know, keep it general if you need to. Maybe it is about promos. Maybe it's about body type and all that stuff. So that was number one, creating a learning brief with a measurable outcome. Yeah, John, that's great. I, yep. um, I do the same thing that you just mentioned whenever I go to a strength conference or mm -hmm. something like that. Um, so, and all of that works well. And yep. then at, and. I can tell you when I when I first started going to these, I would be nervous to ask the sure. questions, but the speakers absolutely love it. They yeah. plan time usually like absolutely. at least about fifteen minutes at the end to absolutely. be able to answer questions. So they they're ready for it, and they would love to hear some questions that they haven't heard or in depth, like you just mentioned, like in depth questions. It's yes. more than just like surface level. Yes. Like I work out five days, but yeah. you know what is that? What's the breakdown or something like? I yeah, mean, they look like, like. I mean, Bobby Lashley probably doesn't want to hear you go like. So, what got you into wrestling? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, like I, I'm sorry, and you could ask that, and it's not that that's a bad question, but you could also probably just Wikipedia him because I'm sure he said it a million times. You know, so yeah, because you're there to that. pick their brain, yes, and not wanna, just get. I don't need their autobiography. Yeah, you know, I want I want to know specifically, you know, something that is going to help me create a better life for myself in pro wrestling. Because that's what a seminar is. It's a learning experience. Yep. It's not like a uh, just a monologue or a, you know, whatever, a story of his life or he's, you know, that's not what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a learning experience for you. This is you being coached by someone else. Yep. That's exactly what it is. So we can segue easily into number two here because Aaron just kind of mentioned it. <laughs> ask questions. And I went back in and put parentheses and I made it ask better questions okay and we kind of just touched on that don't ask stuff that's just about like surface level information that you'll probably get from a from a wwe documentary not that you're always going to be going to wwe seminars but ask things that can get you answers to that specific question that you wanted but you know first off about asking questions i mean i hate it when i do a seminar and i've done i've i've put on just a couple in my life um uh, and i've been to many but and I hate it either side when I do a seminar or put on a seminar and no one has questions. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Yep. You just sit around and they're just looking around like, I don't know. Um, you know, the price of admission to these seminars gives you access to some minds that have more experience than you in your field. You should ask questions. And when you ask questions, here's what I want you to do. This is where we can talk about making them better questions. All right. Keep them short and to the point. Right. The person doesn't need your life story if it isn't relevant to the question. So keep that in mind. You know, everyone's not there necessarily to learn about you. And, you know, I want to learn. So you can't, you came up with a specific outcome or a specific variable you wanted to learn, what have you. So when you speak to them, maybe you do say something about your own personal journey or struggle with, with, mm -hmm. with the, the variable that you're trying to explain. Yeah. So don't dive way off to the side because remember that person is in charge and you want their information. 
Now, you know, mention something if it's going to help them answer your question or get the more fuel for what your mindset is, but keep it short, keep it to the point, all right? Make it relevant to the question. Um, focus on them, you know, focus on the seminar giver's area of expertise, which is what we kind of mentioned a while ago. I want you to really, truly focus on them. You know, do not ask John Cena about his expert technical wrestling ability because it's not there. Now, John Cena is amazing, okay? So don't. John Cena is one of the greatest of all time. I, I have no problem mentioning that, and there's, there's nobody that could ever argue that. But John Cena was not always necessarily the most you know, skilled mat tactician. Like, you're not going to put him next to a Kurt Angle or someone and say, who's the better technical wrestler? Obviously, it's Kurt Angle in that situation. So if I go to a John Cena seminar, I'm probably not going to ask him questions to improve my own technical wrestling ability. I'm going to ask him more questions about character development, promo giving ability, you know, style of dress, like, like where did he come up with his gear and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's what I'm going to ask John Cena about. Not necessarily about, you know, and also John Cena would be one to ask about physical fitness and stuff as well. Yeah. Um, not about his technical wrestling ability. Make your questions more open-ended when you're talking to these people. You know, what, how, why? Like, I want some yeah. why with everything. I want to know. I want to know what they're thinking and what got them there because they may end up, uh, you know, to a revelation that they weren't even thinking about and helping you get better to your journey because that's it. They've made, that's another great thing about these people that are more experienced than you they have made lots of mistakes that you can now hopefully get around because they can help you get around them because they've already made them. I, I talk to people about that all the time with physical fitness and mm -hmm. wrestling. Like, I've made all these mistakes, and now I can help my clients and my people avoid those same mistakes. And they're going to make mistakes of their own, but that's okay. That, this way they don't have to stumble, stumble, stumble all over and over and over again. I can help them get past that. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. When you ask open-ended questions, particularly like why, and you, mm -hmm. and if they answer it and you understand yeah. the way they were thinking and why they made the decision or why yes. they do what they're, the way they do it, right? it will... That will stick with you, or at least it has stuck with me. Yeah. And if I have something else that may be similar, it's not that exact question, but it's similar, right. then it's relevant and it helps me get through uh, that other question a little bit easier. Absolutely. Like in the training and stuff like that. Like, well, why don't you do, um, you know, barbell back squats? Well, yeah. not everyone's built for it. So now yes. I know, like, if I get to something else, like, oh man, why isn't every everyone doesn't need the military press? Oh, well, maybe their shoulders aren't built for it. Like, right. it, it'll once you know the deepness of the question, it helps you answer Absolutely. other questions in the future. Absolutely, a hundred percent. That why is so so important. Get them to, you know, answer multiple questions at once, basically by covering a topic like that. Yeah. Heck yes. Moving right along to number three, ladies and gentlemen, take purposeful. Notes, and I could have easily just said take notes. Take purposeful notes because people, I see people with notebooks out, and then I, I'll, I, I've been at seminars before and I've asked people that I, you know, have a better relationship with, like, can I see your notes? Can I see what you wrote down and stuff? And I'm usually shocked by, like, I'm like, do you think you can learn from those notes? Like, yeah. the, you know, and they're like, well, I tried, you know, well, try harder. Let me give you some examples of how you can try harder and how you can make it better. So prioritize taking notes on what you can use in the future. So it can be hard in the moment sometimes, but as that person is speaking, if it doesn't seem to be something that you know is going to be relevant to you in the future, maybe you don't have to write it down verbatim right there. Mm -hmm. So prioritize 
when, when you hear someone else or when you specifically ask a question or if the speaker just naturally gets into a situation to where they're talking about something that is super relevant to you, you need to be like, okay, now i got to pay attention. Where's my pen? You know, because a lot of that other stuff, you can maybe just focus intently on them yeah. and just absorb it that way and keep it in mind and take notes after even, you know, stuff like that. But like that stuff that's super, super important to you, pay attention, absorb, and take notes specifically on that. That's what you need for your future that's going to help you. So... Write your notes in your own words, you know, in, instead of trying to, again, verbatim copy the speaker's words. So if you take enough notes, if you've been to school or college or anything and you take enough notes, you know that you're going to kind of develop your own shorthand. And that's mm -hmm. fine. That's, that's wonderful. That's a great thing to have that you can understand in the future. You know, write it in your words. Don't sit there and try to copy them word for word for word because you're going to get left behind and then you're not going to be paying attention to what yeah. they're saying. So get that stuff down in your own words and as shorthand as possible, and that's okay because of the next point that I'm going to hit with this one, review and summarize your notes immediately. You know, so let's be honest. You do a seminar, take notes. How quickly do you toss that notebook aside and never look at it again? I want you to review your notes the exact same day. That evening, whenever you have a free chance, review your notes Soak in that knowledge and rewrite things that you need to, yeah. all right? You can then take your shorthand into another book or, or flip the page or just at the bottom of the same page and you can expand upon them so that you have a clear, concise like sentence to learn from. So review your notes immediately, guys. I'm talking same day, next day at most. Mm -hmm. I want you to go over those notes because that's how you get the most out of your value about what you paid for. You take good notes and then you review them. Yeah, and when you mentioned earlier, like, uh -huh. certain things will stand out. Yes. Like, you know, like, oh, I need to write that down. Like, I call those, those are like the little golden nugget moments. Absolutely. Yeah. So you write those golden nugget downs in shorthand yep. so you can still listen because if you try it. Of course. Like, like you said. Yeah, you'll get lost. Yeah. yeah, you'll get lost easy. But if you write those golden nuggets down and do everything you said, and if I could add one thing Please. onto that, after you review it mm -hmm. uh, that same day, Man, most of the time the, the seminar guy is going to have an email or something. Yes. And, man, if, if it's not clear or if you're still yeah. questioning exactly what it is, shoot them an email, absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yep. That's going to come up a little bit later, too. But oh, yeah, really? You're, no, you're I'm absolutely sorry. right. No, as you're right. You're, you're perfectly right. Yeah, that's, that, that validates me a little bit, so that's okay. <laughs> I love it. So you're, but you're absolutely right. Getting in touch with them later is super important as well. So review and summarize your notes immediately, guys. That was number three. After you take purposeful notes, you got to review, you got to summarize. All right, number four. I want you to know where the value is. Let's talk about that. The conversations you have will often be more valuable than the sessions themselves. That's why these ask questions is so important. I'm talking like when I, when I, the, the few times I've done a seminar, I've put together a plan. And kind of like Aaron mentioned earlier, I will put together a plan that I know if I blew through it would take 30 minutes, but maybe I wanted to block out an hour, hour and a half. So I, I write a plan that's probably going to take 30 minutes. And I, I know that I'm going to have to explain some stuff, which is going to take longer, going to take mm -hmm. 10 minutes or so to explain stuff, going to take five more minutes when people ask questions during. So now I've taken up 45 minutes and I got 15 minutes to 30 minutes of time for people to ask questions. A lot of times that stuff at the very end that's the more valuable stuff. Yeah, can be. You'll get more out of that than you did out of the actual talking, uh, the actual talking points or whatever the demonstration that the pro wrestler that's giving the seminar does. So, what the speaker had planned might not be as useful as what they will say if you ask the right 
questions. And that also goes for the people in your seminar. Now, at times, there's going to be times when, when you can socialize with the people around you, maybe before, maybe after, maybe there's time during, as a break or something. I've been to really long ones that have breaks. I want you actively socializing when possible with not just the speaker, but the other people attending the seminar. You know, don't interrupt the speaker. Don't, don't do that while he's talking. You know, be respectful. But also see what everyone else is learning. Maybe even compare notes. That might be another way to expand upon your notes. What did you get out of this? Is there some single golden nugget that stuck out to you that maybe they didn't stick out to another person? And you can share that information and be like, I think this is going to be really important for the future. Did you write this down? And they might say, oh, yeah, that's right. He said that. I, I, I totally missed that for whatever. Yeah. I was writing something else down. There you go. That can always help, guys. You can go into these things, go into these seminars as well. That Honestly, I, I often talk about with new wrestlers doing this at every single show you go to, whether you're helping set up chairs or the ring or, or yeah. attending a seminar. Set a goal to network with X number of people at the event. Be like, you know what? At this show, I am going to network with a bare minimum of three people. Mm -hmm. Some way or another, I'm going to get some valuable networking information, a contact, or, or a, you know, a friendly relationship or a back and forth, maybe knowledge about a new place to go and help that needs help, needs a new referee, needs a new security guard, needs a new hand to put up chairs, whatever. Set a goal. Be like, I'm going to find three people at this event that I can network with. And then he just branches out and out and out from there. So keep that in mind. You've got a group of people that showed up there to listen to this speaker, right? So you've got some people that all found value in this person. And you should network with those people and see what valuable information they learned. Man, and, and I think what you made was just a really good uh -huh. point. But if you take it um, a step further, so mm -hmm. you have how many people that you want to talk to at the event. Yeah. But even, and you set that very specific goal for the amount of people. Right. But maybe even like you mentioned, like I'm setting a goal to talk to 10 people. Yeah. And I want to be able to go help another organization set up. Sure. So now you're, you're talking to 10 people and you say, hey, I'm looking to help another, I'm looking to find another place to help set up. Right. And now, I mean, surely you're going to find something with those 10. And Absolutely. then all of a sudden, you're in a whole new network of people. It, it could just be, you know, you, you get 10. And it could just be one that takes you to that yep. whole new level. Mm -hmm. All right, that's that, that's that's amazing. So never ever take uh, for granted like the power of networking and actually speaking and asking the right questions. All right, the last one we're going to talk about today, number five. This is going to kind of hit upon something that Aaron mentioned just a while ago. Give appreciation, and I am dead serious with this one. And I think social media makes this one so freaking easy to do. So you need to do it. I want you to send a thank you to the speaker and anyone that you networked with or spoke to at that event that had a positive impact on you. Tell them specifically what you are thankful for and how you plan to act on what you learn. And this is where I would add what Aaron said earlier. This is also an opportunity for you to thank the person that put on the seminar and ask them to expand upon something that you think needed a little more attention. That maybe this happened to me. We have an episode in the archives called John Attends a Bob Evans Seminar. At that seminar, I very much thought that the final 15 minutes were more valuable than the first hour. And that's not a knock on Bob. That's just when we started asking questions, yeah. I started getting some stuff that I was like, here we go. This is what I want to talk about mm -hmm. right here. And then... All of a sudden, the promoter of the venue, because a lot of seminars happen before shows, the promoter of the venue walks up and goes, guys, I'm sorry, but I have to cut you off. You know, it's, it's, it's time for me to start getting ready for the show, so the seminar is going to be over. And that right there was the opportunity that I took to then message Bob on social media, on um, Facebook Messenger, very easy, 
super easy. Didn't need his email or anything. I just needed his name. Found him on social media. Sent him a Facebook Messenger message and said, "Hey, I loved when you were talking about this. Can you tell me real quickly? Um, you know, did you have any other thoughts on that? Because we kind of got cut off. That's a e- so easy yeah. to do on social media nowadays. And you can all and you always open with you know appreciation." Thank you. That freaking seminar was awesome. I, I got my money's worth. I can't believe you don't charge more. Um, and can we please talk about this a little bit more when you have time? Respond to me whenever you have time. Yeah. No rush. You know, be super polite. So, you know, if at all possible, when you reach out to these people, you can request a follow-up conversation. You know, a phone call or just mess- t- uh, messages on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again... I can't stress enough how easily social media, Instagram, Facebook, and stuff has made it because you don't have to have these people. Some people are weird about, not weird, I am this way, I am weird about not letting people have my phone number. Yeah. So I don't want to give people phone numbers to where they can call or text me, but you can freaking just type in John Bloodworth on social media and you can send me a message. And if I really want to have a conversation with you on Facebook Messenger, there's a little telephone button. Yeah. You can hit that button and have a phone call or even a video call with that, so uh, I mean, it's it's an amazing you know social media for all the negatives has some amazing positives as well. So please take advantage of that. Um, you know, if it's truly valuable, and I'm I'm again I'm dead serious about this. Give appreciation, guys. If you if somebody freaking takes the opportunity to chat with you and gives you even more valuable knowledge one on one, you should at least offer to pay them something. Yeah. I mean, I'm dead serious. You could offer them right there. Hey. Thank you so much for talking with me. Again, I found so much value in your seminar. I would love to pay you for this conversation that we just had. You just let me know. And uh, and again, online, you know, freaking PayPal and Cash App has made that even easier. So, you know, there's always opportunities to do that. So, guys, that is, you know, just as important as the rest of these numbers here. Give appreciation. So never, ever take that for granted. And man, I've met so many people, you know, I've been doing this almost 20 years now mm-hmm. and going to conferences, a, a few every year at least. And it is crazy, the network that I've kind of built. And, yeah. so, and most of these guys I don't stay in contact with a whole lot. You sure. know, we'll just message back and forth every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I met one guy um, and he was making new shaker bottles for like protein. Mm-hmm. And he was just getting started and mm-hmm. stuff. And I met him and talked to him, and we hung out after the conference. Yeah. And um, anyway, he sent me some, yeah. and they got they launched. We right. bought some. We're selling them. Yeah. I, I mean, just through that network, uh, we're getting a lot out. And now I have a connection there you go. up if I ever need anything um, up in New York. Absolutely. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And there's a lot of different stories like that. But, um, man, just getting up there and talking. And specifically with the speaker, I just want to mention, I have talked to so many guys. Yeah. And usually the conferences I go to, the same guy is going to be there uh, usually. Maybe a different topic, but usually the same guy. But what's crazy to me is that they remember you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go up and they say, oh, hey, man, how's it going? And I have guys that, um, you know, offered me – one of them, I was getting ready to just open my first gym, yeah. and he did he did a phone call with me and talked yeah. me through some stuff. Heck yeah. Didn't charge me a thing for it. It's probably like $500. Of you know, course. For this yeah, thing. yeah, for like a consultation, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, he said, man, just, you know, I'm wanting to help you out, blah, 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 and he, and, you know, did that for free. So, uh, anyway, it's amazing, that uh, networking is, and getting to those seminars. That is absolutely awesome. Well, I... Love this topic today. I think there's some yeah. super, super valuable information in there. And I would love it if anybody listening would share this episode with somebody that you think could benefit from it, whether that is a brand new wrestler or maybe somebody that's in the wrestling business and struggling a little bit or kind of stagnant at the moment. Maybe they've been in it for years and they're not really going anywhere right now. Just treading water. 
this could help them out. So you can apply these five things to seminars, but you can apply them to just about any kind of learning yeah. experience. Okay, so you're going to a a a you know a fitness conference or something like that. Who knows? Any any kind of thing like that that you're just trying to improve yourself. We mentioned a couple of weeks back about ways you could be training without a pro wrestling trainer. Things like doing improv, things like doing jujitsu, mm-hmm. stuff like that. All these rules of learning apply to those situations as well. Please use them when you go there, and do not forget. That Strong Style, the first strength training program for professional wrestlers created by professional wrestlers, is available on our website right now. www.howtobecomeaprowrestler.com. We have sold many this week, and I am so, so excited. I love it every time I see a post of people going through Strong Style. Yeah. So always tag us in your videos because I love to see them and let us know how you're experiencing Strong Style. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.